0: On this week's episode of I Didn't Quite Catch That, we'll be discussing the colossal collapse of the San Francisco 49ers and previewing the Week 6 matchup on Sunday Night Football versus the Los Angeles Rams. Also, Week 5 analysis, Week 6 matchups, the good, the bad, the ugly, the juice, and more. Let's chop it up. Welcome back to, I didn't quite catch that, episode four, the beatdown, and we're calling it the beatdown, because that's exactly what happened to the San Francisco 49ers to the tune of 43-17 by the Miami Dolphins. A beatdown, a drubbing. A shellacking. By the way, I'm your host, Nick. This is my co-host, my lovely wife, Shay.
1: Hi, guys. We're back. Episode four, The Beatdown. Uh, Like Nick said, appropriately titled. Um, Typically, we start with home team advantage, and we just feel so defeated this week (laughs) regarding our home team.
0: I've just been so uninspired to do the podcast solely based on the uninspiring mm-hmm. effort I see by our San Francisco 49ers. I agree.
1: Uh,
0: I'll get right into it, and I said it last week. Oh, you're
1: going to get into it.
0: Yeah, I, I got I got something i oh, got to okay. get off all my right, chest. Right, all right,
1: baby, go
0: I, ahead. I said it last week, <laughs> and I, I felt it was ridiculous that I even had to say that a game this early in the season – being it was pivotal, uh, pivotal. I'm sorry, in, in the divisional race, uh, a game against the Miami Dolphins was a must-win game. Uh, I said it. It was a must-win game. The tides of the season, if they were going to turn in any way, they had to have that game. They, in turn, were absolutely demolished. Absolutely demolished. Um, just in a... Abysmal effort on all fronts, and that includes coaching as well. Um, it was just a catastrophic loss for playoffs. Playoffs? What's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for playoff hopes. Um, and I don't even really, I'm so disgusted. I don't even really feel like talking about this team. I just, I don't see them going. They're going no better than. Five and eleven this season, maybe yeah, that's six. T-
1: that's, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm six concerned.
0: and ten at best. Um, the wheels have officially fallen off, um, and it's just anything. Just throw away the whole season. Anything at this point is going to be too little, too late. Um, Sunday night football coming up against the Los Angeles Rams mm, prime here. Prime time. Prime time. We're going to put whatever product. Of ours on display on prime time, I'm supposed to get excited about them wearing my favorite uniforms of theirs of all time mm-hmm. the 1994 uh uniforms yes, they're going and, to be wearing. And if you
1: don't know Nick, Nick loves uniforms.
0: I'm very big on uniforms, I will discredit a team and, and their franchise solely on the appearance of their uniforms.
1: Shout out Seahawks,
0: yeah, of oh, those, those, <laughs> those lime green doings that the Seahawks wore on Sunday Night Football against uh the Vikings they should be fined for wearing those they should probably have to forfeit draft picks in my opinion they're for wearing them they're so heinous they are um they're they're like a discredit to the entire NFL League. yeah to the entire NFL as a whole um they look like something out of arena football uh, they're just they're atrocious um
1: Agreed.
0: So before I get side, a love
1: yeah, little love topic. Yeah, before we love I get side, talk about uniforms.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I, I love uniforms. We're gonna have to do a, a segment on that. At, I on agree because you know how I
1: feel about the new Jets helmets with the with the emerald.
0: Those were Beautiful. surprisingly look great. Like when they Beautiful. when they displayed those um, in the off season, I really didn't take much notice to them, but they look great on on the field and on TV. Is it just
1: a really good TV?
0: It could be, but they—they they look they, their helmets look great.
1: No, they really do. Um, I'm going to give my take on this. Okay, I'm just going to get it out there. I, like I don't even want to spend too much time talking about our own home team, which is pretty devastating to say the least. But um, you know, going into week six, mm-hmm. we're we're pretty used to it by now. Yeah. Um. So, forty-three, seventeen, final. I said it last week on our episode, um, stop depending on Jimmy's return. I said it last week, I'm going to say it again this week, and mm-hmm. I'm going to keep regurgitating the same exact line. Um, as we know, this was Jimmy's first game back since the season opener.
0: hmm
1: It was also the first time that uh, Mostert, Williams, Ayuk, and Kittle played together this season. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Bench in the second half after throwing two interceptions. The 49ers defense gave up 436 yards of total offense to the Dolphins, who came into week five averaging 240 yards per game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're not running the ball.
0: No, no.
1: We're not running the ball. There's talk of trade for Jimmy, which I'm I'm sure you'll touch on. But it's just another embarrassing performance by none other than the San Francisco 49ers. And the only person on that team, the only player on that team, was the Juice, who said he was absolutely embarrassed regarding their performance.
0: He said that? He
1: said that. That's a direct quote.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I wish more of them would say that. Oh. you are talking about fullback Kyle Uscek yes check yeah. I'm sorry,
1: was I not supposed to no, say his nickname I just
0: wanted to clarify oh, yeah sorry fullbacks don't get a lot of love, so but yeah, shout out Kyle youce, great player
1: well I'm very knowledgeable about football, but as you know,
0: absolutely <laughs> you are indeed
1: um, no, but i was I was really happy to see somebody yeah, um you know, of course, again, last week we I'm just so sick of talking about the same shit with these guys. Kittle making jokes, you know, Trent Williams looking like uh, he's lost, looking like, you know, he's in a retirement home yeah. somewhere. Um, so it was just refreshing to at least hear um, one of our guys say, like, this is bad, this is an embarrassment.
0: Yeah, I-, I said it last week, and it looks to me like these guys think they can just show up and just win. You yeah. know, based off last year, based off last season, absolutely. And it and the thing about the Dolphins game, it, it was the way in which they lost. And you know, they have the Dolphins have Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback, uh, Brian Flores his head coach, second year head coach, relatively new coach, mm-hmm. and he had a game plan. And their game plan was evident from the first play of, of their opening series. <laughs> they just went deep on us. Like, they they sat back there, and Ryan Fitzpatrick just chucked the ball on us. And we had no defense for it. Um, we're really weak in the secondary, um, and they just picked on us. And they had a game plan, and mm-hmm. and they stuck to it. And that's why...
1: It was mutilation.
0: It was. And that's why I called out the effort on all fronts, and that extends into the coaching as well. Um, I've been a big Kyle Shanahan supporter, even an apologist to some extent. (laughs) Um, But the fact that he allowed a Ryan Fitzpatrick-led team coached by a new head coach in Brian Flores give us an absolute drumming like that, uh, it's just... it's. It's inexcusable. And w- what they did to us and, w- and, w- and what they were doing in the passing game to us, how does, it not, how does it not dawn on Kyle Shanahan at some point to say, okay, Jimmy clearly is still dealing with the ankle injury, the offensive line as a unit is not blocking at all. Why don't we run the ball? Mostert finished with eleven carries. That was it. And Kyle
1: did make mention this week that we're not running the ball enough, which is <laughs> not breaking news. But I don't really buy that whole Jimmy's angle. Jimmy looked like
0: well, he he's not stepping into his throws. That's why he right. was airmailing a lot of them right. like that. Okay, so then what? Are, what did we rush him back for? If he's still my hurt, my point. And the offensive line—that it, it's so frustrating because they're—it's—it's it's a star-studded offensive line. They're all individually talented and decorated, but as a as a to asking them to work together a as, unit. A, as a cohesive unit, it, it's just—it's a joke right now. It really is. They're getting beat on the left side, on the right side, through the middle.
1: There was a statistic I don't I don't remember the stat I should have had it for this podcast, but it was something like the Dolphins have not played this well since 2015. I read I, I read a, I read, was... a bu- I
0: read a bunch of crazy stats <laughs> so, in regard to that, and it's just it's so humiliating when you see that. Um, <laughs>
1: and heard, they bullied us like yeah. they didn't just go out and no, they they, they bullied they straight bullied they, they, us.
0: they flexed on us they, they really did us. like and you could tell from like like when when we when we started watching the game and I was like whoa Ryan Fitzpatrick's throwing deep like right, right off the rip like that right. like that just says something to it says something to me of course just as a fan sitting on our couch watching the game but like right. how does that not say something to Kyle Shanahan? Kyle Shanahan like whoa like they've devised a game plan here and they're going to absolutely attack it Annihilate on all fronts us, right. and they did like they just sh- Ratted us they
1: executed yeah they very
0: well ratted us on the on the deep passes um to to the sidelines to the corners and it was just we had absolutely no answer for it
1: it was again another embarrassment another one
0: and i mean we're extremely thin in the secondary i understand that and the whole situation with Akilah witherspoon uh Deciding that he's not ready to play, and then we have a practice squad guy, a practice squad guy in there who's just getting absolutely abused.
1: And wasn't Witherspoon dressed? Yeah, he, on the Yeah, he, d- he dressed he for dressed. the game,
0: and then he said, "I'm not ready to go." And Dante Whitner called him out about this. Um, he's not ready to go. And then by halftime, he sees we're in a hole, and mm-hmm. then he goes up to defensive coordinator Robert Sala and tells him, "Hey, I'm ready to play now."
1: So now last week, we weren't even, when we recorded the podcast last week, it was Thursday night. Last Thursday night. Yeah. Um, And we weren't, we didn't even think that Jimmy was going to be playing.
0: Yeah, we weren't sure. We weren't sure of that.
1: So moving forward, do you, are, are you relying on Jimmy? Like the entire team is.
0: I don't have anything to rely on with this team at this point. Um, it's not looking good, and especially with the schedule. You know, they enter murderer's row right here for the schedule, and that's what I was saying. Like, I, I don't see many more wins on the schedule the way this team's playing. Um, we have the Rams on Sunday night football coming up. Then we go to New England for the Patriots. Then we Go to Seattle to meet the Seahawks. Then the week after that, the Packers come in. Then we have the Saints. Then the Rams again. Then the Bills. And then it finally softens with the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins. (laughs) After that, the Cowboys. And then we close with the Cardinals. And then lastly with the Seahawks. I don't see many wins... Uh, on, on on that remaining slate I, I just don't maybe two yeah maybe I, you know and we were we were going into it with this premise that like okay they gotta stay afloat and try to squeak out some wins and get healthy before they enter this you know this this gauntlet of a schedule
1: but don't you think that they should be able to work as a cohesive unit I mean with some of with such great players, Ayuk, Kittle. I mean, j- again, let me just make mention that Trent Williams, where are you?
0: Yeah, um, he's been getting absolutely abused, and I have to mention it yet uh, another week. And, um, you know, and then the, you have Mike McGlinchey on the right hand side. He's getting beat oh, consistently.
1: Let me let me have a little. I have a little tidbit to add. You do about mm-hmm, Mike McGlinchey. Okay. 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 Let's share. So. He had a mouthful to say uh, regarding fans and the media this past week. Um, which to me was quite entertaining.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and he is, he's the right tackle, correct? He is the right tackle. Okay. This is a direct quote. <laughs> I don't really appreciate people who are armchair quarterbacks. That take a 30-second clip off of Twitter and think they understand offensive line play. I don't understand. I don't like that. End quote. You know what's offensive to me, Mike? Yeah. The offensive line play. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh here's the beauty. This is this is this this gets better. He goes on to say that he'd like fans in the media to watch the entirety of a game. Mm-hmm. Here it is. And I quote. It's been a solid, solid year. Where? Have you been watching the same? Have? Yeah. Because we've all been watching in entirety. Yeah. And for him to go out. And I hate to keep bringing up press and press conferences. Mm-hmm. And statements that are made. But these guys look so dumb this year. They look dumb. They look arrogant. Yeah. And to even put your fans in that predicament, to even have to listen to you speak like that, watch the game in entirety. I don't like armchair quarterbacks. Really? I don't like devoting my Sundays now to a red zone to watch you flop, never run the ball. Nobody's ever running the ball. Nobody's doing anything. I could Mm -hmm. be at Starbucks and Target. My husband knows. My husband knows. (laughs) Okay? And this is just such a wash of a season for me that I'm actually my husband's just Nick is just a diehard 49ers fan I came in last season completely jumped on the bandwagon and there are honestly teams that I am excited to watch even mm-hmm. more. I I I want to pretend this just didn't happen this season. Mm-hmm. It's been so bad.
0: It's painful it is and especially, you know, coming off of last season um, you know, and and having hopes that the team would take the the last and final step forward and finishing off the strength of last year and winning a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But as for what uh Mike McGlinchey said right there, mm-hmm. uh, I take big issue to that. I'm 35 years old. I've been a fan of this football team since I was, I don't know, seven years old. Uh, I spent thousands of dollars in memorabilia, um, several hundreds of dollars, probably upwards of several thousand on tickets to 49ers games. Um, So I certainly have a right to critique the team and the offensive line. That's your unit. And then now specifically, I will criticize you. So Mike McGlinchey uh, drafted relatively high um, coming out of Notre Dame, was a left tackle in Notre Dame. Can't hack it as a left tackle in the NFL, so we move him to right tackle. You know what his rating is in pass blocking? No, baby. It's, it's like a 55, okay? He's been absolutely terrible. So for him to say that, um, I watch the game, every game, in its full entirety, and I see you getting beat consistently on the right side.
1: I just think it's so disrespectful. You know, if you want to say something about the media, but to include your fans in it, yeah. to have an opinion because you're playing, again, like JV at best.
0: He's been a, a slapdick. So for him to say that, it's, it's, it's complete and utter nonsense. I just nonsense. Like it's
1: very tasteless. It is.
0: Check yourself. Go back to the basics. Work on your craft individually and with your unit because all of you for the offensive line, you guys have been absolutely terrible.
1: Well, you're coming out with a statement like this. As Kyle Shanahan is saying, we need to run the ball. Yeah. Is that not is that not the irony?
0: That that's just really irritating for him to say that, especially when, you know, his unit and him specifically Has been a major Achilles heel of this team. Mm -hmm. You know, the obvious is the injuries, of course, but as a unit, they've played the absolute worst. So for him to say that, it's just it's kind of a slap in the face to fans.
1: Agreed. I think it's tasteless, and I think it's it kind of it makes you look like a dirtbag.
0: Yeah. Um, So moving forward, like I said, we don't want to take up too much time talking about this team. Do
1: you sound depressed? Yeah I'm just
0: I'm so so disgusted and disappointed. I really am. I had such high hopes and you're just you know you're watching the wheels fall off right now. I know
1: and I just want to really take this point home that not only am I disappointed in their performance but I'm so disappointed in the lack of responsibility and accountability mm-hmm. they've taken.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Except Juice.
0: Yeah. And I think that's what some of like the 49ers greats of the, the 49er fraternity have said. And Steve Young. Yeah. And they've had problems with Jerry, Jerry Rice, Rice. Jerry Rice has also been very vocal about this team and how there's just there there's no sense of pride with them, you know? Like no. they're kind of just taking these losses and they're like alright, you know, maybe we'll get them next time, you know? And it's just
1: and they're laughing about the the Yak boys. Yeah, and all this
0: goofy nonsense, and it's just the team is crumbling. And then it
1: is it's a slap in the face, right?
0: And you know, all week there's been rumors of you know where where does the team go next year, at quarterback? Because they can cut Jimmy Garoppolo and only have you know the first the last two years. Uh, it'll be 2.8 million, uh, cap hit. And then the following year it'll be two tune four to 5 million cap hit. So it's very minimal in that sense. That is
1: minimal. Right. Correct. Yeah. So they
0: certainly could move on from Jimmy Garoppolo and, you now, know, do you
1: want to touch on that before we go around the league? Um, I
0: because- just, I just don't know where they go. Um, they're not going to have a high enough draft pick to get, you know, Trevor Lawrence, uh, the other quarterback. I don't love Justin Fields from, uh, Ohio state. Um,
1: well, in the league right now, they're talking about Dwayne Haskins, mm-hmm. Redskins
0: or Washington. Don't want him.
1: Um, or Matt Ryan.
0: Don't, Definitely don't, don't want, want him. Don't want Matt Ryan Um
1: You know who I want. My husband says that it doesn't work like that, so I I can't I can't really say the people that I'd like to have. But so
0: my wife thinks we can just acquire <laughs> just, Justin Herbert just like that. Who, who the Chargers. Have obviously in the past couple of weeks realized they've hit on their number six draft pick and they got a quarterback. So who else
1: did I want, baby?
0: Uh, who was the other one?
1: The LSU number one draft. Oh, pick Oh, Joe Burrow's
0: too. She's like, can we get <laughs> Joe Burrow? I'm like, no. They're they're hinging their whole franchise for the next several years on him. <laughs> So no, they're not just gonna be like, "Hey." Those are
1: my top two contenders. Yeah. Okay. The
0: the the Bengals aren't just gonna be like, "Hey, okay, you know, we we've tried him out for a few games or even a season." We'll just. Yeah, but
1: you know, what? maybe like Joey Bosa could be like, "Hey, you know, like you should go play with my brother."
0: Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, as far as addressing, uh, I mean, I, I I don't, it's just it's frustrating because like I love Jimmy and I want to love Jimmy more and I want to see more growth this season. And I don't know if it was just they were decimated by injuries he's hurt also. I just don't know i I've also been really honest about Jimmy Garoppolo too-hmm um I don't know if he just has that true it factor if or if he's a guy that is beneficial and can shine by a great supporting cast i e what we had last year um so- I
1: don't think you guys understand how big of a deal. This is that Nick is saying this. This has been Nick's.
0: I, I ride with my guy, but I, I have been very honest in my assessment of Jimmy Garoppolo. I know, baby.
1: But you you were real tight when I would even mention something after the Super Bowl last year. You know that to be I true. I was
0: I was in my feelings for a long time. A
1: long time. Uh, we had I had to tell him to get it together at one point.
0: But um getting back to that, I just I don't know where they go moving forward if you do want to supplant him with another quarterback. I mean, like I said, you're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. Um I don't like Justin Fields from Ohio State, and then the other quarterback prospect is um some kid from North Dakota. So I I just I don't I don't see anything. Corporate w- fed. I don't see anything shaken out via the draft. Um I don't want a thirty-six year old Matt Ryan next year.
1: No. Um
0: so I, I just don't know where they go. We're we're kind of married to Jimmy at this point. It seems Question. Yeah.
1: If you could go back and take Brady, would you have taken Brady? Yeah.
0: <sighs> So you're gonna you're gonna I'm gonna call you out a little You're gonna call me out on a private conversation. Well, yeah, oh, ago. No, no,
1: no. You know why? Because I listened to this podcast back uh our last week's episode and I realized that my husband said that I was going on a tangent. And I didn't realize it then. So I'm gonna get you back a little bit and just you know, maybe maybe, maybe ask you a little uh, personal side note conversation question.
0: Um, you know what the crazy thing is, is I wanted tom brady for i mean who didn't obviously at some point but um there was a point in when the 49ers were were flirting with you know winning a super bowl with colin kaepernick you know we got there we lost to the ravens um that i was like gotta get tom brady somehow from new england and then when the rumors started to spin this off season Mm -hmm. i was like no i don't want him because of his age and i was like Jimmy's my guy. Jimmy's gonna get better every year, and
1: I think I was the one that was like really on Tom Brady at that point. Yeah, and he ended up in Tampa Bay. Yeah, but I think I was on Tom Brady at that point, and you were like, "No, I don't want him. He's too old. No way." Yeah,
0: um, and then I think, based on the conversation we had a couple nights ago, like I'm having, I'm having, I'm <laughs> You're having so tight. <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm having I'm having buyer's remorse now on Jimmy Garoppolo to a sense. So. I was like, oh yeah, like we should <laughs> I was like we should have just signed Tom Brady. <laughs> um like as if like that was gonna be the answer. I mean who knows?
1: Well he um, doesn't even know what down it is, so it's fine. Yeah, it's that okay, baby. I mean, don't worry pitiful. about it. Don't worry. Let's go around the league. Can we right. go around the league? Yeah, let's Can we get let's, off the let's Niners. Move,
0: let's move on from all this.
1: Should we do um a little recap?
0: Yeah so let's just let's recap week five. Um we did the podcast last Thursday so we had we had covered a bit um regarding the bucks loss to the bears yes, on Thursday night yes. football. Um so we'll start with the Sunday games last week. Uh the Panthers beat the Atlanta Falcons 23-16 and we had spoke about that and we said, you know, about about the Dan Quinn situation. Mhm. We were like, well, I don't know if Falcons owner Arthur Blank will make a move just yet in terms of firing him.
1: Right, and you were kind of explaining to me how how classy he is. He he might not, and and
0: Dan Quinn's regarded as a good man and a good football man. Well, (laughs) they lost, and Arthur Blank cleaned house. Both Dan Quinn, GM Thomas Dimitrov were both fired. Um, Interim head coach Raheem Morris will take over for the rest of the year. Um, he has some head coaching experience with the Tampa Bay Bucks. It was not very great, <laughs> but uh he will be taking over as the interim head coach and Dan Quinn and Thomas Dimitroff are out and the Panthers are winning some games without Christian McCaffrey. Uh shout out PJ, my man, Carolina Panthers fan. He brought that up to me and I said, "You know what? You're right. Teddy Two Gloves. Uh, at quarterback, so shout out the Carolina Panthers. Is that his nickname? Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater wears two gloves. That's been his nickname. Okay. Um, all right. So moving on, the Raiders <laughs> beat the Chiefs forty to thirty-two. We had talked about that. I was like, the Raiders desperately want to renew this rivalry, and uh, that was that. I got was...
1: caught up on that too because we yeah. had a lot of questions about that. That was
0: fun. So that, was... that was fun seeing them win that game. So the Raiders win forty to thirty-two um cardinals roll over the jets 30 to 10 i mean everyone's rolling over the jets um steelers continue to win they're undefeated they beat the eagles 38 29 rams take care of business against the washington football team formerly known as the redskins 30 to 10 ravens roll right over the bengals 27 to 3 texans get their first win of the season they beat the jaguars 30 to 14 the browns beat the colts 32 to 23 and the giants lose to the cowboys 34 to 37 and then we had sunday night football which was a good game the seahawks beat the vikings 27 to 26 terrible decision by mike zimmer down there at the end of the game i don't care what the 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 stack geeks sh- say you should do in that position, but um you should have kicked the field goal there. You can't lose in overtime that way. Or in regulation that way, I'm sorry. And then um we had Monday night football. Another great game. The Saints beat the Chargers thirty to twenty seven in overtime.
1: That wasn't awesome. I I feel like that was the most exciting game of the week that for was me a to watch. Fantastic I thought it was game. so
0: fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed that game. And then um we had Tuesday night football, which was cool and it looked great to be on paper, but the Titans absolutely demolished the Bills, forty-two to sixteen.
1: Oh, I didn't know it was 42-16. Yeah, I was.
0: I was bummed uh, with that game, you know, especially since I've been on the Bills train and then the, you, you. Yeah, didn't. the Titans just walloped them.
1: I didn't realize it was that. Extensive Remember upload. we were
0: saying like we were like who whoever they had for that announcing crew was pitiful. Oh,
1: that's the it was, boring game. Oh my I couldn't even god, watch those it. guys
0: were terrible. I know it was a Tuesday night game, but god, they should have had us call the game.
1: Yeah, that no that that what that was the game that I was just not was, interested in because the announcers J, were just dreadful.
0: It was dreadful. Jay Feely. And then I don't even know who the other guy was. I had never seen Listen, him before in my life. I would
1: have taken Joe Buck, and you know how I feel about Joe. Listen, don't talk about my guy. Joe, um he's a bomb.
0: So yeah, that that like, and I was saying that as we were watching the game. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, this who? Where did this crew come from? Okay, um,
1: now I know I don't remember that game.
0: Yeah, quite so well. um, okay, I expected a, a tighter game there, but the Titans rolled forty-two to sixteen over the Bills. Okay
1: you want to do a little Week 6 preview, or Let, do you have any uh, little, any little, takeaways yeah. from that
0: week? Um, I mean, not so much. I mean, we can kind of get into that a little bit if some of those teams pop up in okay. the Week 6 preview. So, um, went over the schedule here for Week 6, um, highlighted some games that I'm looking forward to and that have a little bit of intrigue here. So, let's start with... The Browns and Steelers. And we don't
1: know each other's picks, correct? We don't know. Okay, All right. So this
0: is interesting. You have the number one rushing attack in the Cleveland Browns versus the number two rushing defense in the Steelers. Um, This is a big game for the Browns.
1: I have the Browns.
0: Do you really? I have the Browns. I wanted to pick the Browns. I really did. Did you Uh, pick the Steelers? I did. I think the Steelers just squeak by in a close one. I, I think the Steelers are just better built to win this kind of game. Um
1: I absolutely thought you were going to go with the Browns.
0: I I wanted to. I I'm not the biggest fan of the Steelers. Um I Ugh. wanted to pick the Browns here, but I think I think the Steelers are just built to win this kind of game. Um the Browns are the Browns are four and one. Um and they've PJ. had their they've had their best start in in so long. But um I'm gonna go with the Steelers here in a wow. close one. Oh. Yeah.
1: I would have not I would have I didn't see that coming. Alright. Who's up next?
0: Uh this is, this is gonna be a good matchup here. So we have the Packers and Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Um this is this is a good measuring stick for both these teams. Um
1: Ooh, I agree on
0: that. Neither of them have beat an opponent with a winning record, so that's an interesting stat right there. Um I'm gonna go with the Bucks in a close one at home. And uh I feel like it's a toss up here. I really do. Uh Packers the Packers get Devontae Adams back. Um but I, I just I, I like the Bucks here. At home in a closed one.
1: Raymond James Stadium. Yes. In our backyard. Um, I have the Bucks as well, even though, you know, I like to petty pick a lot. Yeah. Um, the Packers, I just, eh, eh. Brett Favre. <laughs> Brett Favre. <laughs> I just, I, I petty pick. I got to take the Bucks. It's just, okay. It's a tiny team. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> keep
0: going. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, um, next game we have, and this is a Monday Night Football matchup. Chiefs versus Bills. You have two 4-1 teams.
1: Oh, I'm so excited to see who you picked.
0: Who meet in a potential playoff preview here.
1: I agree, because you And they're do... both
0: coming off of losses, too. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: do you want to know my pick?
0: Would you like to go first? Okay, I'll, I'll allow you the honors.
1: I'm going Chiefs.
0: You're going Chiefs. Okay. I'm going
1: Chiefs. I think I think the Bills um, have been just really a force this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, you said last season as well, yeah. but I was not cl- clearly not paying attention to the Bills last year. Um, but I think that them coming off of a loss like that versus mm-hmm. the Chiefs coming off of a loss like they did, I feel like the Chiefs could rebound much better.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm going Chiefs. All
0: right. I'm going the Bills here. Oh, we um, have a lot
1: of, lot of,
0: differing picks yes. here. Yeah. I'm I'm going the Bills. I mean, the 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 Chiefs. Um, it's it's really difficult to pick against the Chiefs, and regardless of the outcome of this game, I think both these teams are going to be fine. The Chiefs, obviously, uh, I think the Bills are going to be just fine moving forward. Uh, definitely is a potential playoff preview. But I'm just I'm just gonna go with the Bills here. Um, I know they got embarrassed by the Titans. The Titans are a good football team, though. Don't 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 let don't let that fool you. Yeah, they
1: re- I really sleep on them. Yeah,
0: the Titans are the Titans are a quality football team. Um, the, Josh Allen had his worst game of the season, and the Bills just were looked ill prepared for that game. They looked flat. Um, I don't expect that again. I think they'll get up for this game. It won't be easy. I can obviously see the Chiefs winning, of course. But I'm going to go with the Bills here. Okay. Because nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo oh Bills.
1: <laughs> is that their slogan?
0: Chris Berman used to say that, yeah. I don't
1: know what that is. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, and the, This is why I'm the amateur. Uh, yeah, he used to always say that when he would do, um, like, the halftime for Monday Night Football. Okay. Uh, but, uh, nobody
1: circles the
0: wagon? Nobody circles the wagons. like The, the wagons. Like the Buffalo Bills. Okay.
1: All right. On uh, that note, let's go.
0: Okay. <laughs> and uh, our final week six preview, um, it's the second half of the Monday Night Football slate. It is the Cardinals versus Cowboys.
1: Who
0: you got, baby? Um, so Andy Dalton takes over at the helm here. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm taking the Cowboys in a shootout. Um, I don't think the Cowboys offense will drop off much with Andy Dalton. I really don't. Um, he's a seasoned vet. Uh, he's got to some playoff games with the Bengals, you know, given wild card games, which they never won one, but he's won some games <laughs> in his career. Andy Dalton, he certainly has. um, and I, I, I'm gonna take the Cowboys here in a shootout. I'm kind of my my stock in the Cardinals has kind of dropped. Uh, so Cowboys in a close one, it'll be a barn burner. But I'm going with barn burner. I'm going with.
1: I'm done tonight. Did do they
0: Did they, they call Andy Dalton? Is he was he the Red Rocket? The Red Rocket or the Red Rifle? Either way, take Andy Dalton. And the Cowboys in a shootout.
1: My husband's getting delusional because he's so distraught over the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking uh I'm taking the Cardinals. <clears throat> okay. Um, um I liked how they played in the beginning of the season. Uh and it was really just like a pick one for me. It wasn't it wasn't much thought.
0: This game was kind of a pick for me too. Um, but yeah, I'll take the Cowboys in a shootout.
1: Wow, so we only have, we're only in a ag- grants on the Bucks.
0: That's it, yeah.
1: Ooh, this should be fun.
0: That, yeah, that's interesting. Okay.
1: I know. I like when we don't know who we picked.
0: It's, it's definitely more interesting, though. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm, I think so. But I do think the Cardinals, um, I'm drawing a blank. Quarterback's name, Kyler, Kyler Murray. Murray. um I just really like the way he played. I think he's really scrappy. I think he's good. I know that he was kind of. They've they've definitely been on on the decline.
0: Yeah, he's a fun player, and this will be this will be um, a chance for him to 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 have have the stage. On I agree. Monday night football. I so agree. It'll be it'll for be sure. interesting. I'm looking forward to that game. I am.
1: I think I think they're two fun back to back games. Yeah, night and yeah, it's uh,
0: a good that's a good schedule for Monday night. Of football. course, we're
1: on. Sunday night, we are, yeah, which is great. So exciting, yeah. Okay, next. Um, you want to do good, bad, ugly?
0: Let's do it the good, the bad, the ugly. My good, the Cleveland Browns, four and one, the best start since 1994. The Factory of Sadness, no more. Um, look, they don't play my. Preferable brand of football. I don't like all that, you know, uh, you know, double reverses and uh you know Odell Beckham throwing it and Jarvis Landry throwing it. I don't like all that stuff. Um but shout out to the Cleveland Browns four and one. I mean that fan base has just suffered for years and years. They gotta be so excited to have a winning product of football on the field. So, that's my good. Shout out to Cleveland Browns.
1: But you took the Steelers?
0: I think the Steelers will win in a <laughs> close one. But, shout, but that's, that's great. They're 4-1. and
1: one. Yeah, that is good. Okay. I mean, like I like...
0: I, like I said, they don't play a brand of football that I particularly love. Um... But the four and one start for the Cleveland Browns. They do
1: have re- a really good fan, but they have a loyal fan. Base. Oh my
0: God! Wearing the garbage bags <laughs> over their faces, like the dog pound, like they've suffered. Like I'm, I'm they're happy for them.
1: so much as ever. I'm <laughs> happy <laughs> for
0: them. Like, and and you know what? There's certain friends because I'm I'm so I'm so rich in my my NFL history and traditions and stuff. You like, are baby. I always tell you, I'm like. The NFL is better when this team is relevant, and I right. feel that way about the Cleveland Browns. I've I said, like the Browns. I've said that about the Bills. I've said that about the Raiders. The NFL is you just... Do. you do you said that
1: you've said that about all the a four mentioned.
0: Yeah, the NFL is just a better product when those teams are relevant. So I'm happy to see the Cleveland Browns sitting where they are. Um, hopefully, I mean that that would be cool if they could beat the Steelers. We're undefeated. I'm, I don't see it. But um regardless, like they're 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 now embarking on a season with some hope. So shout out to the Cleveland Browns. That's my good. OBJ. Yeah, so my bad is Le'Veon Bell gets cut from the Jets. Um what a horrible tenure that was. He basically just stole money from them. Um I mean, granted that the Jets are just a complete dumpster fire of an organization. Mm -hmm. So he gets cut. Um, He had been, like, subtweeting head coach Adam Gase for weeks now. They're, like...
1: Yeah, you can't do
0: that. They're, like, like, bitching at each other. Um, So it was kind of interesting to see, like, okay, so you probably think they're going to get rid of Adam Gase before they get rid of Le'Veon Bell. Like, no, they keep Adam Gase, who everyone... Has pretty much concluded can't coach, and uh, they keep they keep uh, they keep him as coach and cut Le'Veon Bell. So anyway, he gets cut and he signs with the Kansas City Chiefs. And his reasoning is is I want to win a Super Bowl, and that to me is a snake move. And you know who's a snake is Kevin Durant. So oh my God. to me, that's my bad. Le'Veon Bell. Pull the Kevin Durant move, okay, and that's a snake move.
1: I uh, think we have the same ugly. So can yeah. we, can can I
0: just yeah. get my good
1: and bad out of the way, and then we'll, sure. then we'll continue with the ugly? Because I'm sure. pretty sure everybody in, like that watches football or doesn't knows what the ugly yeah. was this week. Um, my good, uh, the Chargers. I know we talk about hard knocks. You know, I've been uh, mm-hmm. rooting for the Chargers kind of secretively mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, Joey Bosa, uh, Justin Herbert, I just think he's such a star. He, I think that he, he is. is such a star, and I'm just come to San Francisco. You know what I mean? Like just a little little, little tradies.
0: You know, and the thing about Justin Herbert is, is everyone has kind of concluded that he's a star, and he hasn't won a game yet. But that hasn't that hasn't been his fault. Um, mm-hmm. Anthony Lynn is. I'm I'm sorry, but. They're gonna have to find a new head coach. This
1: was the field goal that was missed, right? Wasn't that the, the was the um, yeah the overtime? Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. okay. Um, no, I did. I did feel bad for him because you could see he was really, you know, obviously bummed on the sidelines. But I just, I like him so much. No, the
0: kid, the kid can play. And He's young. Yeah,
1: like, do you know how old we are? <laughs> We're so old, like these these kids make me. I like. I, sometimes I think we were I'm like watching 25 it. And I, we were still. watching
0: it. I was like, my man still has like the acne. He's like, got acne. He's so young, but um, he's an absolute star. He is, and that's what. Um, I just
1: love to watch the Chargers play.
0: Yeah, and that's that's been kind of the consensus. Like, yeah, he hasn't won a game yet, but it really hasn't been his fault so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a he's a star in the making. And uh, they they certainly got one with him. I think they need to pair him up with um, a different coaching option moving forward. I just don't think Anthony Lynn is the option. Um, But, uh, yeah, Justin Herbert's been been fantastic. He passes the eye test, in in my opinion.
1: Oh, good, Daddy. He's coming to look for you. Yeah, okay. Um, (laughs) All right, my bad was... Tom Brady forgetting his downs. (laughs) Or did he? Okay, because there's been a lot of speculation that it was such a poor throw, Mm -hmm. or pass, rather, Mm -hmm, am mm -hmm. I using the correct terminology? Both work. That he was embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Because the coach now comes out and says, Oh no, Tom Brady knew, he absolutely knew what down it was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there was all this confusion whether the coach liked him. I can't remember the name of the coach. I should have had that prepared. Buccaneers coach? Bad. Yes. Bruce Arians. Arians. Okay. There was a bunch of speculation that he didn't want Tom. That he, you know, was kind of trying to make Tom Brady look stupid after the down. Saying no, he absolutely knew. So was it just, you know, a poor past that he was embarrassed about? Did he really... Is Tom Brady really at the point in his career that he forgets downs?
0: Yeah, that was really embarrassing. The memes that have been generated off of that have been fantastic. On, you know a, on a side note.
1: Matter of fact, on our Instagram, episode four,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna have Tom Brady holding up four fingers.
0: You're a genius. I know, baby. That was that was that was great. That's perfect. <laughs> um so yeah, I mean that was just we, we talked about it a little last week, but yeah, that was just embarrassing. Embarrassing, brutal,
1: and since we only have an hour, we have the ugly we both agree on. But why don't you just give your
0: yeah? Um, so <laughs> analysis our, of that. Our, if our ugly, and uh, I think that can be the, the that should be the general consensus among all NFL fans right. and viewers is just uh, Dak Prescott's injury. Um, I've been I've been critical of him, and you know I've said some things about him as play.
1: I mean we basically had a whole segment We did have a whole segment um, about a few it. episodes back. I think episode I felt, two. I
0: felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man. Um but uh yeah, just an ugly injury. Um tough to watch.
1: Let me just say that because I have a lot of I have a lot I have a lot to say on this. Uh
0: huh.
1: <laughs> um we did just drag him. Um as a player. As a player. Not not anything personal when i talk about a player um clearly i'm new to this so i don't know his background um i just knew about the the contract and you know him wanting basically Mahomes money when yeah. he's i in my opinion not worth it no he's um, not on that tier no but i did read that He's had so much tragedy that he's overcome in in mm-hmm. his life, and um, he's done so much for mental health awareness, and the day that he has just this absolutely gruesome leg injury, um, ankle, leg, mm-hmm. however you want whatever you want to say, um, was mental health Awareness day. Uh, he did something big. For um raising awareness just before the game mm-hmm. um I did you know I, I think his brother devastatingly enough uh committed suicide yeah um just this was it this off season it was it was yeah. this off season uh I really have a lot of respect for him bringing mental health to the forefront um I think that men in general are kind of especially I mean if you're the the Cowboys quarterback you're you know tough and and nothing gets to you and nothing strikes you and um just shout out to him on on such a personal level um so much respect for him for for again bringing mental health to the forefront and um just speaking out about it and especially in the pandemic and what that had done to him and Mm -hmm. um I usually don't say this often, but I'm just gonna say a huge fuck you to Skip Bayless because <laughs> when I was reading about Dak yeah. and the disgusting things that Skip had said about him regarding his depression and his own mm-hmm. battles with anxiety and depression, um, I I just it's just the most I don't even have a word. I think it's just so... Yeah. I It's disgusting. I mean, sk- um, Skip's
0: a hack, so take, it, yeah, take that with a grain of salt.
1: Um, also, I did learn his number four
0: mm-hmm.
1: is because that's his mother's birthday and she had passed away from cancer, mm-hmm. uh, I believe, when he was in college. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, again, his clothes to home, I don't have my mother with me any longer. Um, so I, I just, you know, again we can shit talk and banter back and forth about why he doesn't have this contract or why he didn't sign or why he wants this money or why everybody's Mm -hmm. obsessed with him and we think, you know, he sucks. But at the end of the day, he's a human being and um, I saw a quote on Twitter right after it happened and, um, you know, you don't cry over things that you don't care about Mm -hmm. immensely. And I just, I'm sure the contract was not mine, but I just, you can just tell that, He is so invested, um, and plays with a lot of heart. So, shout out, shout out, Jack! For yeah, well, well wishes, Dak
0: Prescott. I mean, no matter who you are, you just you hate to see it. Um, And then you 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 sprinkle in the the contract situation, and uh, it's just it's it's a really unfortunate situation for him.
1: Mm -hmm. And there's been talk of well, are they going? To give him, or they better, or somebody better take care of him. or Oh, yeah. He, the,
0: um, the, the um, There's been a
1: ton of players around the league saying it, I've yeah, seen on Twitter. Just
0: the, the beacon of intelligence, um, Des Bryant himself uh, called out the Jones family and said they need to take care of Dak. So, um,
1: I guess um, that's another all, topic. All, that's
0: another I, topic. All that will work itself out, I assume. Um, but that's been kind of annoying too. In the midst, in the midst of all this, mm-hmm. um, you know, people gunning for you know the Jones family to take care of them, you know. So well, it's he, just, he um, had the
1: opportunity. He
0: did, yeah. Um, he he gambled on himself essentially, mm-hmm.
1: and and Steve Nay said yeah. this is what I was fearful of when he didn't take that contract well, yeah, when he, he was a I believe it was like a single year contract. I don't know if I'm saying that. Fran, right. he's
0: franchise tag, yeah. Okay. So um, sure that yeah so. <laughs> Uh, he gambled on himself. Yeah. And that's the risk you take, unfortunately. But regardless, well wishes, Dak Prescott.
1: I agree. Well wishes and much respect for speaking out on on the things that he chooses to, you know, share I, with people. I
0: agree absolutely. Oh. All right. That was
1: sad. That, was, that it really was, was ugly. It was. I mean, ugly. that was the
0: ugly this it, week. It was so let's indeed. move
1: on to the last segment. Something fun. Because.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So this is the juice. It's our picks against the spread. And before I even start, um I've been um in the dumpster essentially. I've been I've been going one and two every week. Um don't take <laughs> me to Vegas. Don't lean on me for gambling advice. But you I did you went 3 and 0 in your picks.
1: I went 3 and 0. I went Cardinals, uh-huh. Chargers, Browns. Two underdogs.
0: 3 and 0. You killed yeah, it. 3 and 0. That was fantastic. I was really We're, excited. I was proud of you. That was I was uh,
1: really excited. That was
0: impressive.
1: Take me to Vegas. All right. Even though I petty pick.
0: <laughs> that that was impressive.
1: No, I really I really enjoyed that. That was that was fun too. that, um, was,
0: that was a great job.
1: I know I was really excited. You should I was be. really excited about that. I was super excited.
0: So with that said, <laughs> guess who's about to go 3 and 0 this week? <laughs> this guy right here. All right. My first pick for the juice. I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons oh plus 4 against the Minnesota Vikings. And you want to know why?
1: Oh, why why baby?
0: The interim coach difference matters. Dan Quinn fired. Plug in Raheem Morris. I think the Vikings are going to have a hard time rebounding off that tough loss against Seattle. I'll take the Falcons getting four points. Book it. You want to know my next game?
1: I would love to.
0: I'm taking the Chicago (laughs) Bears plus one and a half versus the Carolina Panthers. I just shouted out the Carolina Panthers, shouted out my boy PJ, shout out PJ, monster subs in Spartanburg, South Carolina, I believe. Um, Big time Panthers fan, great dude, but I'm taking the Bears plus one and a half here. Um, It just jumped out to me. I think the Bears got a really solid defense, and to see the Bears and you're giving me a point and a half, I'll take it. (coughs) Excuse so, me. that's the Chicago Bears plus one and a half. Book it. And in my final selection, I'll take the Lions' favorite three points over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Why? I just think the Lions are the better football team here. Uh, the Jags are a bad football team. I like Gardner Minshew. He's exciting to watch. But they may not win another game the rest of the year. They're that bad of a football team. I'm taking the Detroit Lions minus three. Book it.
1: You are very. You're making me laugh so hard this this episode. Like I feel like I'm like trying to kind of like hide and conceal my laughter. But yeah, no, you're on one tonight. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. So you think you're going three for th- 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 three? And I 0? think
0: I think th- this is the package. That's to, the move to go three and That's zero right here. I do. Yes.
1: That's the package. That's the package. You're wrapping this up.
0: That's the package. You take this to Vegas. Signed sealed delivered. That goes 3 and 0 right there.
1: Wow. All right. I can't, I can't compete with that like animation that we're doing tonight. <laughs> I'm telling you, my nick has gone off the rails since the 49ers have just succumbed to the season. Okay. I uh I'm so I'm going Bucks getting one point at home versus the Packers. Okay. Um, again, petty pick, tiny Packers don't really like Tampa either, but I think they're at home, and I think this area, uh, you do, I think they'll amp him up a lot. I think I think playing at home is a big advantage for them. Yeah. Um, as a whole, so I'm going again Bucks getting one point at home versus the Panthers, or I'm sorry Packers, sorry. Um, then I have the Browns getting three points against the Steelers. I think we had talked about that as well. Alright. Um, and then I have the Cardinals favorite two points against the Cowboys.
0: Monday night football. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm gonna probably go go two and one. Yeah? Yeah. I don't really have You're not my
0: feeling another three and O?
1: You're really feeling yourself. I'm Would feeling you feel a three and O. But, After well, those, like, one, well, it's one out of two.
0: desperation now at this point. Like, I'm just really <laughs> trying to upsell the possibility of it.
1: I mean, I think, I think my losing, uh, my losing bet, if you will, is going to be the Cardinals. I think the Cowboys are going to have a ton of momentum just for Dak. Mm-hmm. Um, probably shouldn't have picked it but i did because i've been rocking with the cardinals i think
0: that game's going to be a shootout so i, I think it really could really? go either way yeah that's that's what i foresee
1: what if i get 3 and 0 again are uh, we really going to go to vegas
0: well, uh, well then we're putting uh, a betting app on your phone or something and you're going to just start I'm just gonna, yeah we're we're going to we're going to let it roll then if that's we'll the case we'll just sell
1: the house and just start gambling yeah okay why great. not all right why
0: not gamble responsibly um, Kids don't need a college fund. Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, this will be interesting to see. Um, it'll be interesting to see if if Nick goes three and out because he's signed, sealed, and mm-hmm. delivered his, his. You know what
0: also is interesting? What? Our great friend Jay Charelli.
1: Oh, shout out Jay! Every- he's fantastic.
0: Everyone, go listen to his podcast. Jay Charelli show fantastic dude it's on
1: Spotify and Apple he's so funny
0: super funny super cool dude dear friend of mine
1: where's cheetah print shout out Jay <laughs> that's
0: right um
1: well actually let's um we'll put him up on Instagram too just so
0: yeah yeah so, Every, Everyone, uh, everyone go give him a look a follow a listen and um
1: he's hysterical he really is and I don't say that about many people like yeah. just because just because he's you know your friend I don't have to say that but he's hysterical I mean I laughed within the first two minutes of listening yeah
0: good stuff um, so shout out Jay yes. and shout out us
1: and his girl actually because yeah. she's on there a lot with him too so they're kind of like a little bit of a duo on yeah there. I've noticed her in a few of his fiance yes so yeah Quick little
0: shout out to right and that show and and shout out us because this is <laughs> You're so crazy. this is episode four.
1: It is episode in the four, books, baby.
0: and we want to thank everybody for the support, the likes, the DMs, uh, all the interaction. Who are you it's getting DMs from? It's been fantastic. <laughs> Just
1: kidding. <laughs> We're really losing it. Yeah. All right, so you can go <laughs> follow us on Instagram. Uh, I didn't quite catch that. We love to interact with you guys and thank you for
0: immensely the for yeah. the support.
1: Immensely. Yes. Totally.
0: All right, that's episode four in the books. Episode
1: four in the books. Let's see what kind of books you're taking to Vegas.
0: Three and O package right here. All right, baby. All right, we're out.
1: Thanks for tuning in to I Didn't Quite Catch That. Subscribe to catch our latest episodes. You can also link up with us on Instagram at I Didn't Quite Catch That for news and highlights of what's to come on next week's episode.